0: With Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392 Talk. That's 392 8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardozo UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat.
1: Hello, America. We are here. We had to wait for the raise to get over, and it was uh, it was an exciting
2: game. I don't think. I mean, list, we were kind of half listening to ex- it. It was exciting there in the ninth. They got a couple of guys on, and then yeah. top of the order couldn't get the job yeah. done. Well, well, so what happens? That's the raise. Baseball sounds like my sixteen-year-olds. Get a guy, no, wait. I loaded, saw your six Guy on third, today. nobody out, and can't score.
1: I saw your son today, and I was like literally blown away because I remember this little boy coming in here, you know, to uh, wait for you to get off the radio. Mm-hmm. And now he's this six foot. What is what
2: is
1: he? 6'1? 6'3? 6'3 already. Yeah. And I was like. I, I didn't I didn't recognize him. He's so big.
2: big kid. And he's got a little attitude. Definitely has that.
1: Yeah. But probably not the right one. No. A little <laughs> arrogance to him. <laughs> but it was good to see him. I haven't seen him in a long time. Mm-hmm. It was good.
2: I see him every day. <laughs> not a- Still got to put up with him.
1: You don't see him every day. Just about. I don't see my daughter every day.
2: Well, she doesn't live in the house anymore.
1: And She may be soon. We'll see what happens
2: there. All right. Well, we're talking some sports. If you would like to uh, partake in our fun, if you care, Isner is beating Murray at Wimbledon. That's what we yeah, have on the I television. Don't, I don't care about In anything. the background. But certainly uh, a lot of... I didn't even of, know
1: Andy Murray was still playing. Yeah, he's still cranking away.
2: So is Andy Roddick and um, uh, Pete Sampras.
1: You know, it's funny, but Boris tennis Becker. used to be... A su- no, of
2: Andre Agassi? No. Tennis Lendl? used
1: to be such a big deal to me, and now it, it it's meaningless. It really is. But my wife was a, my first wife was a tennis pro. So I was into tennis, and I remember getting up in the morning to watch Wimbledon, like McEnroe Borg was the biggest thing in my life. Wow! I mean, it was so big. I uh, we would I would be I was a big McEnroe guy. Now I just don't care. I don't care who wins. Whoever wins wins. Good luck.
2: Never knew she was a tennis pro, so she could whip your butt in tennis, huh?
1: Greg Larson, who, the late Greg Larson, who was a great writer, he had the greatest ideas ever of of any columnist I've ever been around. He had a uh, he wrote a column one day about how how many sports my wife could beat me at. <laughs> <laughs> and he got to five and he had to stop at that point. Wow. That's how good an athlete she was. She was tennis, paddle tennis, um I I can't remember what, they it was a question about basketball. I said no way. <laughs> She's not beating me in basketball. But then then I take her out to the basketball court. She n- makes like three straight three pointers. So I go, okay, maybe you can.
2: So how did that happen? How'd you find a tennis pro?
1: I didn't find
2: her. She found you.
1: No, and we were uh, both at uh, the Jacksonville Journal, which was is dead now, and as as is a building, it's gone. They they mowed it down, which is sad mm-hmm. for me because I spent a lot of time there. But she she was at the uh, journal and um, she was actually dating the mayor of Jacksonville. Jeez! And I knocked him right out of the saddle.
2: She went slumming. How about that? Yeah, pretty. You gotta
1: give me some credit for it's that. Pretty good. Yeah.
2: She knew she knew a columnist was more famous yeah. than the mayor. Oh,
1: uh, she just. I think she went out. But I I mean she was great she's I still love her very much. I, I love my current wife way more, but um that was a, the uh, mother of my um uh, first child. So I, I love her very much. She was very good, very good.
2: And so you whip your butt. In oh, sports. and
1: so many things. She was such a great athlete. She still is. How about Gola? No. Yeah. But she was good. She wasn't me good. It's like <laughs> it's like I don't I still don't think you're me good,
2: okay? I would beat you every time we played. No.
1: no, because you can't count. You gotta you can't roll the ball over, okay? So I think I could beat you. There's no way.
2: <laughs> There's absolutely no way.
1: All right, let's go out tomorrow. Okay. Let's go. Let's go.
2: Me and you. Fine. Play it as it lies. Whole round. No matter what. Totally. Okay. Nine holes.
1: Okay. Let's do it. I'll beat
2: you by at least five strokes.
1: Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Tomorrow.
2: Got it. If you want to in on that bet and want to wager, you can call us up and uh, throw down five bucks and I'll get you the money if you vote for me. (laughs) Because that would be uh, very easy to do. And I'm not a cocky guy.
1: No, I beaten you a Just lot though. I was
2: very confident that uh, I would smoke you.
1: Well, you've gotten better. And that's my fear is that you have gotten better at golf. I will say this. There was a time when I would I would say, I would take that bet a thousand times. When you you could hit a hit the ball a million miles, but you couldn't do anything else. Now you're better at that. And I'm worried about that. So let's go tomorrow and we'll see
2: what happens. We'll see what happens. And
1: I still get to T off from the senior. Teams. That's fine.
2: Um, not sure if all of you listening saw what happened, but you know the the big deal this week and last week was Jaden Rashada, of course, committing to Miami. He was the forty fifth overall national player, and he is out at the uh, Elite Eleven right now, and he did not even crack the top ten. In the quarterbacks out there. Out of 11? In points. Isn't that crazy? So it's...
1: it's, He wasn't out of 10. He was not in the top 10. Not in the top 10. Out of 11.
2: I don't know if there's more than 11. That would mean he finished last. Well, I don't know if there's more than 11 or not. It's called that, but he... um, So maybe he's not not, not that big of a deal. Look,
1: I'm not going to make a big deal about him, positive or negative. I mean, look... Well, they got a guy in, in uh, Van Dyke that I think is one of the best quarterbacks in the country right now. Um, he he may transfer into somewhere else. I, I'm not worried about that. You got to worry about just building your team. Building, um, like, it's not about getting one quarterback. It's about getting multiple quarterbacks. It's about getting uh, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, which Florida's done. And we talked about this yesterday, Jeff. They got three, four stars on the defensive side. That should be a big thing. Guess what? Ford has not been good at lately defense. Mm -hmm. You know, they've not been good. Let's face it. So we'll see what happens. I'm I'm not, I didn't get all that upset when Rashada went to Miami. Okay, fine. You great. Whatever, I don't. I'm not that upset about it. People no, freaked yeah, I'm not out. That upset about they it freaked either. out. In fact, I ran into a former Florida player today at the uh, gym, and he said, "Man, Gator fans are already ready to fire Billy Napier." And I go, "Yeah, that's the problem with Gator fans. They need to kind of get off this crap." Of wanting everybody fired as soon as they don't like what they they're doing, he's going to do a good job. I have no doubt. I I, I really believe in Billy Napier.
2: Well, I, I and I think the the hard part about all this is because of when he was hired. There's just so much downtime. He didn't get to just coach right away and show what he could do. And just because things don't go exactly the way that everybody wanted it to, right? Then that's where everybody starts freaking out. But yeah, let him coach a game. Let's see it, a game plan. What if he goes and beats a Utah team that's going to be top ten in the country yeah, exactly. in game one? That nobody in the world thinks that Florida can win that game.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people do, just don't get the whole process of everything. And uh Look at
2: Sabin, year one in Alabama. Exactly. Awful, right? Look at Kirby, year one at Georgia.
1: Uh seven and five. Not good.
2: Yeah. And then you figure it out and and get better. So, I, I guess even if there's just it, it's almost impossible for things to go the right way for Billy Napier because of everything now that is being talked about.
1: Well, hopefully he doesn't take any of this stuff. I seriously. I don't think he would. He doesn't yeah. care. He's not. Well, we know of a coach who did take it seriously yeah. at the end of his tenure, and and Mike White, he did get. Bothered by it. And uh, look, there's been um, McElwain got bothered by it, by all the negative stuff that was coming out. And uh, a lot of coaches do. I don't think Napier's the kind of guy that will be worried about what every, anybody thinks about his recruiting class. He's, look, I, I do think, though, there is a perception among Gator fans that, look, the bottom line is you're spending a billion dollars. On hiring all these people to be better at recruiting, and now you're not getting Jaden Rashada? What the hell is going on there? And and that's not the rule. No, it's not right.
2: It's uh, not the way to look at no, it. No, but I also do think, well, I mean, I I, uh, no, I'm just I can't to, wait to hear what you The best saying. way to to So when when Billy Napier got into all this and where yeah. he had success at his previous stop was he was able to use his personality, use the stuff he learned from Alabama and other stops in how you recruit and get players there. But now even in the Jaden Rashada situation, despite what you want to think, somebody had to pay somebody something for it. It wasn't even playing field. It wasn't the way Billy Napier knows, like I think everything that he's doing is absolutely tremendous. Gosh, we see what they're doing at the Hilton, yeah, absolutely. with just even welcoming the kids there and and how they their approach and going about it. I mean, heck, we've been doing this radio show and they're bringing kids by, touring the facility and they're all into it. But if that all of a may su- have
1: cost some some recruits, but so I would, but, <laughs> but you
2: sit here and you you watch it and you like it and you're doing all the right things, but all of a sudden. Somebody says, I mean, and, and you leave you leave Gainesville with the greatest right opinion of this place, and then next Which week is what we keep hearing. And and next week you go to a place and they say, oh, "I'll give you five million dollars." Well, sorry, Gainesville, everything that I just was a part of it doesn't matter anymore. I think that's the frustrating part because if if we didn't have NIL and if it was just Billy Napier being the person that he was, I think Florida would have gotten more commits. I will say at this, this.
1: I think that um you have to look at it as this will all eventually work out i mean the 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 obviously the uh you know n i l stuff will work out, and uh, it's not about the class you get now, it's about the class you you're gonna get in three years more than anything, so I think people get too uh, I think people thought yeah, because... the way that
2: it's going, though, you may not be here in three years. I know. So Pretty you cool. can't really say that.
1: But you... I mean, it's not like they're getting bad players. They're bringing in good players. But, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, I... I look, I would like to see this guy coach one game exactly. before I get get upset
2: with him. Sure. One
1: game. One game. Utah. Okay, then after that, we'll sit here and we'll dissect... Billy Napier is the coach. How about that?
2: Did you ever have to dissect anything in high school?
1: I did. Fetal pig. Really? Yeah. Everybody in the uh at St. Augustine High had to do the one fetal pig. So it for the, the those of you who don't know what a fetal pig is, it's a dead pig. It's a pig that was basically sucked out of its mother's whatever. And it was just dead it was there and, and you had to you had to dissect it yeah so that's the only thing I ever dissected a fetal pig
2: I have a dead armadillo in front of my house right now so got hit I feel bad it's like a. Well, why did you have to dissect it. I didn't it's out in front of my house right now it got you got hit so you you're saying you never dissected I did anything? a frog
1: frogs are boring
2: mr. tick was the teacher
1: take fetal pig fetal pigs a whole new way experience. more yeah. <laughs> Oh man, we're having too much fun. We're having too much fun for a Wednesday. Is it Wednesday?
2: It's Wednesday. So there. I, so there you have it. If I mean everybody freaking out about Rashada, he's going against the best of the best right now, and he doesn't even finish in the top ten. So maybe he's not that good. Maybe he's just like maybe. Just DeMarcus another guy. Maybe, not he's that a good. guy.
1: maybe. Um, Maybe uh, Kamari Wilson's not that good. We don't know what who anybody is. We get you. Ho- you want to recruit the hell out of it. You want to recruit as hard as you can. You want to get great players in who you uh, you you've obviously have um, scouted. You've looked at them. You know them. You've seen their tape. You've you've been to their campus. You you've seen. You've talked to them. And everybody's going to judge it based on what some guy in the basement does. So, I I don't worry about that too much. I really don't.
2: There's 20. Kyle Trask? There's 20 guys there.
1: Kyle Trask? Yeah. What was he?
2: He was just a dude that didn't even start at his high school.
1: Was he even a two-star?
2: Two-star. It's
1: pretty good. He made the top five of my list of... uh, Gator great,
2: As he should. Quarterbacks.
1: Quarterbacks, yeah. He might – I mean, where would you put him in the uh, all-time list? Because uh, we, we did that list in um, – ninety or yeah, 96. The top 100 Gator players of all time. And I've always thought about who would be added in there. And, of course, a lot of people would be Tebow, obviously. Percy. But, I mean, yeah, Percy, guys like that. Reggie Nelson – but where would where would Kyle Trask fit in that list, one through one hundred?
2: Easily a top fifteen.
1: I would think so. Yeah, he was that good.
2: Yeah, the impact that he made for the two years he was running the show. But
1: never won an SEC East championship. Never won an SEC title. Never won a national. I mean, there are guys that, that deserve to be elevated because of that. In fact, when I was doing the quarterback list and the <laughs> and the uh running back list, which is gonna come out Friday, um I was looking at you you have to look at what they did. Like even Emmett, Emmett is number one. There's no question he's number one. But he went twenty and fourteen in his three years here. But it, he was the best I ever saw. And that's what you have to judge it on. You can't mm-hmm. judge it on based on what your record was sometimes. But so what how do you take Werfel, Tebow, Grossman, Trask, and all these guys? It, it it's an interesting uh Well 'cause if summer you, thing.
2: If you just go on numbers alone. I mean trash put up the best ever.
1: Yeah, but I wouldn't For put, a put a single season. Would you put him number one? No. Best gator quarterback. No, it's Tebow. I I had a hard time with Tebow
2: over Werfel.
1: I did I ended just, up
2: just because of what Tim did though on the ground. But if you're just yeah, just passing, it's Werfel. Well it's called overall quarterback quarterback,
1: but quarterback is a full genre. Encompasses
2: right? yeah. all your attributes. Yes. Yes. So then Tebow is the I best.
1: So I, so I went with Tebow. Yeah. Then I went Warfel. Then I went Grossman, who just because they didn't vote for the Heisman or just because... Well, and, and I know
2: I mean, would, would you... If, if you asked On your podcast, you asked Spurrier when he's there. Who was a better quarterback, you or Kyle Trask? What would Spurrier say?
1: Ah, Kyle's great. It's great. He was great. That's what he'd say.
2: So maybe Kyle Trask was better than Spurrier. But Spurrier... He won the Heisman because of a kick, right? Not because he could play quarterback.
1: Spurrier, though... Yeah. Spurrier is a weird... Assessment. Because... They never did anything, right? They won a lot of games, but they never won uh, an SEC, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that that stuck with him, but the bottom line is, when you're assessing Spurger as a quarterback, you go, well, he won the Heisman. Well, he won the Heisman because Norm Carlson got mm-hmm. all the media guys down to uh, Gainesville for that Auburn game. And he kicks the field goal. Look, I might, I would never criticize Steve Spurrier. He was a great quarterback. And but the bottom line is, when you look at it as, and you're trying to assess people, you go, eh, eh, never. I got, a, I got Chris Leek who won a national championship, who won mm-hmm. an SEC championship, I but got, it was
2: also a different time. They it was throw the and way and that's they the did. Thing,
1: yes. But I, I, I think part of it is the way that Steve tells me the stories about, like for example, the Missouri game where they lost twenty eighteen, and they're down twenty nothing, and finally he goes over to the sideline. And he goes, "Hey, uh, coach, I'll just call the plays from now on because you, <laughs> literally, you guys have no clue what we're doing." So he starts drawing up plays in the dirt, and they they cut it to twenty eighteen. And obviously they go for two every time, which was the dumbest thing ever in the history of Gator. I, I would go fourth and dumb is second, but going for two every time when you're down 20, 20 nothing yeah. is not. not
2: Stupid. What is that going to do for you?
1: No, It may, may have led to what is going to be our great trivia question in we'll just a few minutes
2: all right so let's get a break we'll come back with that and open up the phone lines for you three nine two eight two five five Jason's here taking those calls today so call him up say hey and we'll chat here on the tailgate live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University
0: of Florida ESPN 981 FM
3: 850 AM WRUF hey Florida we know you love getting out on the water but do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water A life jacket, of course. And whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly. And then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the Quality Plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, Quality Plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073.
2: The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch. All the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish so make the call 333-0460 crystal air and water they aren't comfortable until you are license number cmc 1249384 from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update
4: Downpours and thunderstorms mostly staying west of I-75 through the rest of the evening. With locally heavy rain rates possible, that means flash flooding will be possible, especially toward the I-10 corridor and toward the Big Bend. Tonight, partly cloudy skies, lows in the lower 70s. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness, highs near 90, with afternoon thunderstorms likely west of I-75. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski.
0: Sean Johnson, Jay Williams. And Max Kellerman.
5: Do I believe Draymond think that he has a really good team that's gonna compete at the highest level? Yeah, I, I think he believes that. Does he believe they got another championship or two inside of that arena? I think he believes that, but I don't personally subscribe to believing that he believes they're gonna win three out of the next four. Key, Jay, and Max.
0: Weekday mornings at six, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, W-R-U-F. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here
6: on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
2: All right, welcome back. Jeff and Pat here with you, getting things going on a Wednesday. You edition. ready to rock and roll with that music? Yeah, you're ready to go. A little guitar,
1: guitar.
2: Getting after, let's get after it with uh, Corey, who's going to uh, join us next. Corey, what's up?
1: Hey guys, what's up? How are you? Good. Good.
7: Is this Freddie Freeman thing not the one of the weirdest things you've seen?
2: <laughs> yeah, really strange. It's
1: right up there.
2: Did I can
7: you get-
1: tell you that. Yeah.
7: Did you guys see the Dodger hat that somebody put it on social media? It's got the L. It's a blue Dodger hat, but the A is the Atlanta logo.
1: <laughs> no, but I mean the bottom line is he's clearly having buyer, as, as Jeff mentioned yesterday. Buyers for Morris, and he's ready to he he. This is not what he wanted, and his agent screwed him, and he basically uh, fired his agent and. Now, but I mean, well, that's, that's is that going to get him back that's to Atlanta? I don't know.
7: Well, that's what I was calling. You know, I was hoping your media dealing with, I'm sure you heard stories about agents or know some agents or whatever, but number one priority, if it was that big a deal, should have been he wants to stay in Atlanta. I mean, so did his agent, knowing his, his last deal, I mean, are they that corrupt that they just didn't care? and They just got the most money to get the most commission they can get. I mean, is that, that just seems outlandish to me that an agency of that size could possibly do something like that.
2: That that's what I feel. Um, well, it, but I think when you, when it came down to it, it was that extra year. Yeah. So it, it was everything talking Which is about. Kind of stupid. Because... It, it is stupid. It's the same amount yeah. of money. So it, it was almost like Freddie said, "Hey, I want six years," and the agent comes back and says, "Hey, we got this for you. This is a deal. You have to do it's. It's that." And and I, and probably Freddie was fine with it when he did it. But then now you look at. What probably the locker rooms like, and he comes back and like I, I've been to three Braves games now because we played up in Atlanta the last I guess twice in the last three weeks, so I've gotten to go to several. Like that locker room has a lot of fun, and Darren O'Day, who obviously I know very well, is on that team, and we talk about it, and he just says they have a good time, and 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 I talked to actually Darren about being on the Yankees the year before, and he right. said it was the worst locker room yeah. he's ever been a yeah. part of, like. The, the the guys didn't care about each other. They never did anything. So maybe it's like that in L.A. And then all of a sudden he comes back now and sees, gosh, man, this this is what it was all about. I w- I, I wish I wouldn't have left. And and Anthopolis, you don't blame him whatsoever because he went and got Matt Olson, who's probably number wise was a little bit better than Freddie was last yeah. year. Now he's he's not hitting homers, but he's on pace to hit like sixty-two doubles, which would shatter the Braves' record. So. Um, I think sometimes agents just screw stuff up. No, and obviously because in this it, situation they did.
1: They're looking to get the best deal possible for the player. It doesn't matter whether mm-hmm. it's the best deal for his life. It's a matter of the money. Well, and the agents matters. can
2: convince that guy. Hey, yes. it's it's L.A. Like this, and
1: a, they get ten sure. percent usually. So yeah, that's
7: it. Just seems. That, I mean, that that gets into your moral issues there, but. Anyways, did you, you? I'm sure you guys seen a comment about Dave Roberts saying Max Freed was the best lefty in the game. Um Man, I think that was a. I think that was just to get the buzz stirred up because the one thing Atlanta has or LA doesn't is pitching, mm-hmm. and with him having Kershaw on his staff, to even say that, I think he was trying to get the buzz up so to get Max Freed into contract negotiations quicker because you know that's the Braves' weakness is they can't spend like the Dodgers. So if you know if he can get Max Freed in the contract negotiations and extend the raised budget, then I think it's a win-win for him.
1: Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, th- this is part of what Major League Baseball is right now. You're constantly mm-hmm. kind of uh, – it's like the opposite of what they try to do in college sports where you're not allowed to medal, but you still meddle. I think they meddle yeah. a lot more in uh, Major League Baseball. And, and Corey, it yeah, was
2: fascinating I, to see. I, I get to see Freed in person on Saturday, and Snitker goes out to the mound and getting ready to take him out, and he, they talked him into staying. And he was about 94-95 most of the game. The, the fastballs after Snitker came out and basically said, hey, you got one more hitter. Well, they, they were 98-99 late in the game for this like skinny little lefty. So, I mean, that guy's incredible.
7: You were a Skinny Ray, that awesome.
1: and it, I know. that didn't work out.
7: I think Dave Roberts knew what he was doing right No there. question.
2: I mean, I could be wrong, but I think that was
7: just to try to get his agent to get in negotiation conversations with the Braves to try to extend their budget even more. Because he knows they, they can't, if they extend Max, then you still got other guys. Dansby, you know, and the Dodgers are probably going to be looking for a shortstop. Because you know Trey Turner, I don't. I don't see how the Dodgers could pay Trey Turner and pay the rest of their pay, payroll like they're doing. So they're going to be in the market for a shortstop, and Trey Turner is going to require more money than Dansby is. Oh, no question. So I don't know. It's it, it, it's, it's turning into a little bit of a game. Um, and I mean, I know what they say. The Mets, I hate the Mets, but I hate the Dodgers worse. God, who
1: hate doesn't it. hate the Mets? I hate
7: the Mets, but I think I hate the Dodgers worse.
1: Yeah, I, I would go 50-50 on that. And uh, I mean, so, I, can you put the Yankees in that same category?
7: Right now, I, dude, when Freddie was going to the Dodgers, I would have rather him go to the Met, anybody to LA. That's basically what I said, about, anybody to LA. Because they just buy them, and that drives me crazy. The yep. payroll is is nuts. And I'm not a salary cap guy, but something's got to be done. They're outspending everybody by $100 million off of
1: yeah, I don't know what the answer is, though. I mean, I remember being out in L.A. like five years ago, visiting my daughter, and uh, they had just gotten somebody. I don't even remember who it was. And they were just freaking out about how this roster was going to be unbelievable. They were going This was going to be the best uh, lineup in the history of baseball. And you know what they did? Not win. They didn't win enough games and they ended up not even getting in. I think they got in the playoffs, but they, they didn't do anything. So, you know, look at the Braves last year with guys that we didn't even heard, had never heard of. They'd lost all their great players, Acuna, Ozuna, who else got knocked? Oh, uh, Soroka, Mm -hmm. you know, all those guys got knocked out of that lineup and they win the whole thing. So, you know, I, I just kind of wait and see what happens.
7: Yeah, I mean, it's not going to shock me if LA takes a run at the ground, too. I don't know where they get the money from, but, I mean, yeah, you know, $310 million, ain't bothering them, so I guess they'll drop at the ground, too. Yep. I don't know. All right, guys, we will
2: take it easy. All time. right, Corey, appreciate it. You just pay a little extra tax money and you're good.
1: Yeah, I mean, okay, but how does that work for the Yankees, who have spent more money than anybody? Over the last what it's ten years? It's working good this year. But how many World Series have they been in in the last ten years?
2: It's only one, like once and forever.
1: Yeah, so I, that's what I am saying. It's not just because you get good players doesn't make you a great team. No, it's just like gel. it's just like college football. You can get all the you can have the like Jimbo Fisher's got the greatest class ever, right? Doesn't mean they're going to win any games. You got to gel. You got to be part of a uh, people that understand what you're supposed to do. Um, it's it's talent is a big part of everything, but it's not the only thing. That's all I'm going to say, and then we'll leave it at that.
2: All right, we'll leave it at that. Take a break. We'll come back. You're listening to the Tailgate Powered by Gatorland Toyota.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
8: Good afternoon, I'm Ailey Shanes. Florida Gators pitcher Timmy Manning is transferring to Arizona State. Coming out of his sophomore season, he had a 4.76 ERA and held batters to a .293 batting average. In college basketball news, former Gator coach Long Kruger was named to the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame. He spent six seasons with Florida, coming out with a 104-80 and record over that span. The Tampa Bay Rays just wrapped up their game against the Milwaukee Brewers. Homers from Rowdy Tellez and Jace Peterson late in the game helped secure the Brewers' 5-3 win. Milwaukee now leads the season series against the Rays 2-0 and will face off again in early August. That's your Gainesville Center. I'm Ailey Shanes.
2: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Big Mills is a small place with a big taste.
6: The clock is ticking on IDC's amazing finance offer. You have until 6pm Thursday to take advantage of the most popular offer ever. 5 years zero interest financing on practically everything in our showcases. Get in now and splurge. How about a stunning $12,000 designer ring for just $200 a month? It's the smartest, easiest and best way to buy. No interest for 5 years. But hurry, this incredible offer ends Thursday and will not be extended. Only at International Diamond Center.
4: Okay, you put it off all Month, so you need to do it now get to idc now take advantage of an incredible finance offer five years zero interest financing you have till thursday to make it happen get that six thousand dollar diamond tennis bracelet or designer earrings for just a hundred bucks a month with nothing down listen interest rates are going up but you can still lock in a zero percent rate now through thursday at international diamond center get details at shopidc.com.
6: international diamond center at celebration point on approved credit It's time to
3: celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net.
0: Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All
1: right, one to 10 scale. You ready for this? Chances Billy Napier knows who you are. Me and you, he just announced. I mean, he did that, he does that promo for us. Chances, because you may have had more interaction. I've had zero. So I would go one there? 10? No!
2: You mean no?
1: Have you interviewed
2: him? Like
1: 10 times. Okay. You get a 10 then.
2: We did a whole like Florida football special and I talked to him for
1: 20 minutes. So he should just say Jeff Cardozo and another guy. Probably. He, he's, he and I have never really had a conversation. It's kind of sad but that's that's what I do now. I'm it's that's who I am. I don't have to get to know the coaches. I'm looking forward to it. I I know we'll we'll have a conversation again. He's in the. Uh, there's a dead period coming up. I think this week, right? I don't know. Well, why? do you not know?
2: Because I don't care. Okay. Fourth of July, man. I got my speedo ready and I'm heading somewhere. Maybe I know where I'm
1: heading. I'm heading to Mike Martin's house. My friend Mike Martin. You know Mike very well, and he. uh, uh, We were invited to go. Uh, We're actually going Sunday. So um, Monday we may just kind of chill because we have. (laughs) I told you before. We have all these HBO and Cinemax and. Showtime channels for like a week, so we're gonna I, we just may sit and watch movies all day.
2: Not a bad thing.
1: No, it's not bad at all, especially when you're a hundred years old. Which you know I
2: am. Well, that's almost the uh, the amount of money that James Harden is uh, opting in or out at, and I'm not sure if. I mean, just put this into perspective. First of all, Bradley Beal declined a thirty-six million dollar option. Declined that option and Wasn't James enough. Harden has to decide whether or not he's going to opt in on a 47 million dollar option
1: it it is what it is it, because the, with with the uh, the NBA especially even more so I think than uh because you only have so many players what do you have 13 players on the bench right mhm so um it it the numbers tend to get more Escalated because of that, but it it I Bradley Beal I love Bradley Beal I love him as a as a guy but what has he ever done what have they ever done he's a really good player he was a really good player Florida I remember when they're playing Louisville in the uh, Elite Eight, um, so it would have been in Phoenix. So I I remember he kept hitting threes and I'm like, cha ching cha ching. This guy is going to make so much money in the NBA, and he has. It's fine, but what is what has he ever
2: done? Well, he hasn't been on a good team.
1: No, but that
2: he made the playoffs several well, times.
1: What's the point?
2: What do you I'm mean? Giving what's a the guy
1: point? forty million, fifty million dollars, who's just a good player, who you but you can't. You're not building just, a team around. But you
2: have to try to get players. In order to do it, and that's just where the money is. And why would anybody go? But he there? made he made the right decision because by opting out now he becomes a free agent. So he doesn't have to stay yeah. there anymore. Yeah. So now he can sign a four year max deal with somebody else. With who? Wherever he wants.
1: Where would you go? A free agent. If you could go anywhere and get a four year max deal. Where Miami. would you go play? Miami. Miami or Golden State. Mm-hmm. You go to Golden State. You're gonna be have a great team, but you're not gonna be the guy. But you go to Miami, you're not gonna be the guy. Jimmy Butler's the guy. And a lot of guys wanna be the guy. So I don't know where he'll go. I it'll be interesting to see what happens
2: there. But if you want to be the guy, then you can sign and get the most money to stay in Washington. Yeah. So I don't but I think then, he's just probably at the point where he's tired never, of Right. So he's tired of losing. Yeah. So he's making the right choice. Right. So he doesn't need to be the guy. He'd rather go be
1: but when, never, guy, like no with boy. Kyrie Irving, he, you know, everybody's like, oh my God, he's going to go, he's going to do this. He's going to do sign and trade. Now he's going to re-up and he's going to play for a team that I, I don't think is very good. I don't think they have any chance to be great. So that's my opinion. And, I, you know, I know Jeff, a lot of times when you're looking for NBA, um, you know, perspective, you look to me. Mm-hmm. Because I know. I know the league so well, having not watched any games all year until the playoffs. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm I'm an idiot when it comes to that kind. That's all right.
2: Um, but yeah, you look at the salary cap now; it is going up. It was 112 million last year, and projected to be about 123 million. But that's this year. the thing.
1: Jeff, is it um, we talk about? Everybody goes. I can't believe how much this money this guy's getting. Bradley Beal, whatever. But the bottom line is, they're only paying guys what they can afford. They're, it's not like that. They're like going, "We're gonna break the bank to to pay this guy." They're getting the money because of of what uh, I I go back to uh, uh, David Stern, who was I think. Change the NBA in terms of finance finances, and uh but I mean the bottom line is nobody's nobody's going bankrupt because of what they're paying a the player. No. Nobody, so you got to pay them what you what you want to get. What if you want them to play for your team, you got to pay them whatever it takes to get them back. And, and in Bradley Beal's case, uh, I'm happy for him, but I I can't remember a game I've watched. Bradley Beal, can you?
2: No, because I don't care about him. <laughs> you don't, don't care, care about watch. the
1: Washington Wizards. No, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. But hey, if if somebody wants to pay me fifty million dollars, it's just like with the Liv tour. You know, we can complain all we want about it, and I I I am not a fan of it. I I to to hear some of the. Um, Press conference they had yesterday was almost obscene. It was so bad, where Kepka saying, "Look, I'm only here to play golf. I don't care what they've done in the past." Oh, wait a minute, Stop, time out here. You're saying you don't care that these people that are supplying you all the money may have killed a, a journalist and may have been funded. 911. You don't care about that. That's what you're saying. That's what he's saying. Nobody's going to like that guy. He went full villain. Nobody is going to watch this tour and you know what they they'll tell you? Nope, they don't care. Yeah, they of don't care. they don't care. Cuz they're like Pat Perez, I thought had the best quote. He said, "Look, I hit the lottery." They they asked me they gave me a bunch bunch of money. I'm not even that good. I hit the lottery. Are you going to watch the LIV tour because Pat Perez is on it? No, but they gave him the money.
2: I actually do like Pat Perez a lot cause I like him. He and too. Michael Collins are good friends.
1: I like I like him as a player. I like him, but he, uh, but no,
2: you're right. You're how many gonna, tournaments
1: has he won? How the, many majors? Couldn't tell you. Probably zero. <laughs> Well, I know it's zero on the majors, but it may be zero on the tournaments, too. But, I mean, I I get what he's saying. I get everybody's argument for. I just don't agree with it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I
2: I get why you would want to get... Well, especially for a, an, uh, an, not, not obscure, but a lesser-known guy, this is what he said. It's hitting the lottery. Yeah. Go make a bunch of money, and you're not going to make that on the tour probably. So just take the guarantee and be good with it. And you don't have to play 54 holes. don't have to, so you have to yeah. be good when you play. All right, we'll try to be better in the uh, second hour here all the way until 6 o'clock. Jeff and Pat here on the tailgate.
0: WRUF Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN, 981 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke,
3: we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home Come experience how ghettos has got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever.
2: Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley live every weekday from 4 to 6.
6: You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms.
2: Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators.
6: Now, with all- Ocala, and Lake City, meldenlaw.com.
4: Protect your hard-earned savings from inflation with Radiant Credit Union's Adjustable Rate Certificate. Many investors are waiting and watching as interest rates continue to climb, but inflation could be eating away the value of your savings. Our new Adjustable Rate Certificate lets you invest now, knowing that twice each year, your rate will automatically adjust to keep up with interest rates. Learn more at RadiantCU.org slash protect. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA.
2: Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself
3: this program is paid for by talking reds llc
0: Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound action. You can be part of the show by calling 392 Talk. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff uf and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat.
2: All right, the second hour begins right now. Hey, everybody, welcome. Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley here with you. Hopefully your work day was fine. As you now uh, punch out at 5 o'clock and head home or head to the golf course. you got like three and a half hours of daylight. My golf course busy this yep. week. Got all little kitties running around, summer camp. That's always fun.
1: It was fine out there today. I went out there today and it was a lot of fun to play. I enjoyed it very much.
2: Yeah. Sorta of cools off a little bit.
1: It wasn't that bad today. I mean, compared to some days where we've had and will have. I'm I'm amazed how little rain we've had in June, no so, You know, like I, I know you guys are doing a lot of work on the course and trying to get it but it's just you could use some rain. Like you don't yeah. want it to rain because you don't want to, nobody to play golf you kind of want it to rain it's it's a conflict for you that mentally. it is and part of the problem that you have mentally you got a lot of problems but that's one of them
2: well not a uh not a problem but just something that was uh, announced today the uh the sec home and road pairings for uh for basketball were uh were brought to the the forefront by the southeastern conference so the Gators always have their, their permanent home-and-home, and, home, and that's Georgia, Kentucky, and Vandy. They will also have LSU and A&M as a home-and-home uh, home this year. So I will have to play LSU twice, A&M twice. And more teams coming to Exact Tech Arena. Ole Miss once, Missouri once, Carolina once, and get old Tennessee. And then the Gators, Gators will have to go on the road to Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, so they don't come here this year.
1: It didn't sound like a good schedule. To and then Mississippi State. <laughs>
2: Poor Todd Golden. Well,
1: yeah. I, I mean, like get it out of the way the first year. Yeah,
2: go to Alabama, go to Arkansas, and go to Auburn. you're going to
1: have to beat people. Uh, you know, you it's not like you can go, oh, we got a good schedule. No, you could have to beat people. They, their schedule is brutal. When you look at the non-cons, too, you know, are, are tough. Kansas State, obviously uh, – FSU, uh, they have to go to FSU this year, right? Yeah, it's it's not an easy schedule at all. But you know, you just got to kind of. There's no easy schedules, there aren't really anymore, especially with what the SEC is about to become. Mm -hmm. When you add in Oklahoma and Texas in two two or three years, whatever it ends up being, think about that. Where if you're a softball team and you go. Well, we got to play Alabama every year. We got to play um you know, Arkansas every year and we uh, which won the SEC. Led. Oh, and now we got to play the National Champs every year and we have to play Texas which was in the College World Series. Think about that if you're a softball coach. If you're a baseball coach, if you're Kevin O'Sullivan, you mm-hmm. got to play a team that just came in and kicked your ass and went to the uh finals of the College World Series. I mean, it's 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 not going to get easy for these coaches here. There's no question about
2: it. No, it uh, it won't. So obviously that's still a way, way far away time off for uh, for basketball. But yeah,
1: but I think about it.
2: Yep, oh. it's and you know just you look at schedules and you do. It's it's really hard. The SEC is that legit. All right, back to the phones we go. Let's get the uh, the cattlemen to join us next. Mikey, what's up?
5: Hey guys, uh college baseball's over and we're two months away from football media days, but it's the slow season and I've been listening today, but just uh, Well, we're
1: it's not two up. months away. We're we're four weeks away from uh yeah. media days. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Well guys, I'll throw a little content at you as I'm pretty good for that. But uh guys on the first hour y'all were I heard a Grossman's name come up and i I think we've covered his ground before, Pat, but a couple of questions about him. Um is he that a uh, two thousand two Heisman trophy Voting, he barely lost to crowd, right? No,
1: two thousand one,
5: yeah. Okay, yeah, two thousand one season. Um, do you think that Tennessee game cost him?
1: Oh, it definitely did. I mean, there's no doubt. Even though he didn't do anything wrong, uh, but that's put- that's what the Heisman Back then has become. Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It, he lost that game. Well, if he had won that game, if he had hit the two point conversion, which he kind of screwed up a little bit, but and uh, they go to overtime and he wins a game, he wins the Heisman. There's no doubt about it. But yeah,
5: uh, I, was, I was.
1: it's the way I was it works.
5: Game. Yeah, I was at that game. And, uh, man, he played a great game. He got the snot hit out of him, but he played a great game.
1: Yep. He was a great and, quarterback. He was number three on my list that I did for uh, Gators Wire on the all-time greatest Gator quarterbacks. And think about that. If you're third on a list behind Tebow and Werfel, that's a pretty good list.
5: Yeah, I, I think we – Talked about this maybe when the pandemic was raging heavy. But uh, it's kind of interesting. You know, a lot of uh, the yin-yang, a lot of Florida fans will bring up, you know, Peyton Manning never beat Tennessee and never beat Florida and generally didn't play well in those Florida games. But I guess uh, that was the payback, right? Tennessee cost Grossman.
1: Yeah, well, I don't think that, that was a payback. But I, I will say this. It's not like Peyton ever played bad against Florida. They just uh, He just couldn't find a way to win the games. I mean – the one game in ninety six which was the most hype game I've ever covered in my life uh in the end he came up with unbelievable numbers he and he came down to uh what was it thirty five twenty eight or whatever the score was yeah, I mean he was unbelievable um he he was great, but he threw some picks early he got him in a yeah. bad situation, but um, uh, I have never look I've got nothing but respect for Peyton Manning. I yeah, love that
5: yeah. guy. Well, yeah. Rob, I wasn't calling in about Manning. I was mainly calling about Grossman, but uh, I don't know, Pat. I think he played pretty poorly against Florida and um that's not where I was taking my call today, but uh just kind of always thought about that. Everybody will tell you, "Oh, Peyton never beat Florida," but you don't hear much about Grossman in that Tennessee game. I think that was one of the, mo- the most closely uh, voted Heisman's one. It was like 62 votes or something. I,
1: yeah, I don't remember. I just remember being really upset because um, Crouch didn't really do much. He was he was a good good quarterback on a mediocre or a great team, uh, mediocre. I'm sorry, mediocre quarterback on a on a really great team, and there was he had his Heisman moment. They threw a uh, throwback to him, and uh, he caught it for a touchdown, and that was like the Heisman moment. And, and like once Grossman lost that Tennessee game, everybody went. Oh well, we'll we'll give it to crowds. And I I yeah. still like you are still upset about Peyton not winning in '97. I'm upset about
5: Grossman. Yeah. the Same way. The uh yeah. the
2: the difference was 62 votes or 62
5: yeah. points. Yeah. And the difference is uh, Grossman lost to a, a great college player, didn't lose to a defensive player. But uh, I'd forgotten that Grossman came back. Uh, he came back the next year, didn't he?
1: He did, and it's a great story. Uh, how it, how he came back, why he came back, and that basically they he convinced the 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 people at Florida to do things like, for example, sell a because Florida had gone away from selling jerseys that had anybody's number. name number or number because it was not. I remember I was telling Jeremy this the other day. It went 98, 98 one year, and then 99 the next year. And then Grossman, when he wanted to come back, he goes, hey, we want our jersey sold. And they they were able to do that. They they, That's how far they went to get him back. And he didn't have a great year that year, but um, it was still, if you look at the numbers, it's unbelievable how good he was.
5: But, yeah, I was looking at the numbers. He, I think he was 22nd pick, right? I was, he didn't really shoot well in the Heisman the next year, but I think he was uh, – Went number twenty-two, right? Yeah, but he's
1: also was a six-foot quarterback. You know, he, he, was, he
2: could throw it though.
1: But he, I, I would say, I would go on a on a. If you want to have a list of the great, I thought about doing this for Gators Wire. What would you? Who would you say is the best arm you ever saw at Florida? Grossman. I, I would say it's Grossman. Yeah. He's he no a Great question. player,
5: but but now is is Matthews the, the best pro Gator quarterback of all time?
2: Eh, yeah, it's that's, that's a probably longevity.
1: Yeah, Matthews would be there. Doug Johnson played a lot of lot. A lot. Uh, yeah, I Grossman went to a Grossman. Super Bowl. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's I not it's not a long list. I will tell you that.
5: Yeah, I noticed Grossman. He had that nice run with the Bears, but he finished his career with more picks than touchdowns in, in the NFL. So I just was wondering about that. Hey, last thing for you guys, um, Nick Saban. Um, do you think the rest of the league? Uh, Pat, you too, Jeff, is just – I think this is a great time to have a crummy program because it's going to be hard to beat Nick Saban on most of these programs' best days. Do you? How much – there's a rumor out there he's about done because of NIL. Do y'all think he's got five years left in the tank? Mm-hmm. Or could this be his uh, last rodeo, a la Bear Bryant? Y'all hang in there.
2: All right, thanks. I, I don't think he's got five more years. I find that hard I to believe with I, the NIL. I, I don't
1: think he's going to be gone after this year. No. Uh, but I, I don't think – It's going to be long because I think think the NIL stuff and all the other stuff that's going on is getting to him. And I think down the road he's just going to say. But here's the thing with Nick Saban, and it's kind of like with me, Jeff. I retired from the Gainesville Sun, and what have I done? Just kept working. You know, kept writing stuff, kept doing the radio show. I, I don't think Nick wants to get that point where he goes, well, What am I going to do? Am I going to go on ESPN? Yeah, you can make still make good money, but how much money could he possibly he need? need to do anything yeah. anymore? So I I just don't think I I I don't see I think Sabem within my guess would be within th- two years he'll he'll just walk away, but it's not going to be because he wants to do something else. Or he wants to get out of the profession. I think he's just going to say, "Hey, look, I've done everything I can do." Well, but it, I thought if he won it this year, he might walk away. If he would beaten Georgia,
2: yeah. But it's the same little thing that we talked about with Billy Napier in the first hour. If you were Nick Saban in the past, you could basically say, "Hey, we have the best program in the country. Yeah, we've got all these people that we're putting at the NFL level. We've won." X amount of national championships, blah, 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 blah. We have this facility with that. But then all of a sudden, A&M comes in and pays a guy $5 million. Obviously,
1: it didn't set well with him. Right. <laughs> then, then
2: that's – but that's – so Saban can't use his strength anymore. And that True. was recruiting, being the True. person that he is, because just by one person ponying up some money for somebody, you're going to lose somebody. Yeah, and, and it's got to be frustrating because it's not the way yeah. that he was grown in the game and and what made him so successful.
1: And I think Nick has done a great job of uh, adjusting to a lot of things, including offense. You know, when you think about the offense, the way what was Alabama offense? Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Even with, when you go back to Mark Ingram who won the Heisman, and then all of a sudden they went, hey, we got to do something else. We got to throw the ball. And they were, like, ahead of the game. But I think in, in the NIL and all this stuff, they're kind of like, maybe Nix is like, I just, I don't want to deal with this crap. And I wouldn't blame anybody for getting out of the game because of that. Because it is crap. It is, it's it's something you have to deal with that is seems stupid. That you have to go to a guy and go, hey, look, we can't tell you what you're going to get on your NIL deal. But some teams will tell you what you're going to get because, and they're going to do it illegally. It's like the new cheating. It really is. And I, I think Nick is probably might may go, eh, that's enough. The hell with this crap. I wouldn't blame him at all. I, I like Nick Saban. I, I, I am a, actually a Nick Saban fan, to be honest with you.
2: So that 2001 Heisman, Eric Crouch threw for... One thousand five hundred and ten yards. Rex Grossman threw for thirty-eight ninety-six, so way more than double. Crouch had seven touchdowns to ten interceptions and yes. won the Heisman.
1: I know all these stats. No, you're you're like twisting. And Grossman the knife.
2: won thirty or thirty-four touchdowns. But listen to this: like thirty-eight hundred yards is a lot, right? I would think so. Yes. David Carr was fifth. In the Heisman voting that year, he had more, forty-eight hundred, so thousand more yards, though. and that's versus, twelve more touchdowns. That's
1: versus playing against SEC teams, and like, like Eric Crouch just wasn't that good. Nope. He wasn't that special. He did he he had the one Heisman moment. That was it.
2: Ken Dorsey was third that year. I, in voting,
1: the the greatest. Robbie Andrew has had a lot of great lines, okay, in his in his life in his career. But the greatest line I always think about with Robbie Andrew is, he was I said, who'd you vote for the for the Heisman? Because you have one, two, three, mm-hmm. right? He goes, I tell you what, I didn't vote for Dorsey. I can't vote for a guy who can't throw a spiral. <laughs> And he was right. He was. He went to all these
2: endor ren passes. He set a really good team. That completed. Dorsey yeah. was third. Joey Harrington fourth. Remember Joey really Harrington? Good, yeah. David Carr. Oregon. And then how about a good old... David
1: Carr was Fresno State. I'm gonna going to keep Antoine
2: randall L was sixth that uh, year.
1: Uh, Indiana? Quarterback for Indiana. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but he was a a multiple guy. that ran the ball a lot. Did He was like yeah, Percy. He Harvard. was, that's yeah. why he played receiver
2: in the NFL. Yeah. Roy Williams... Oklahoma was 7th. He was a DB. And then Bryant McKinney from Miami, big offensive lineman. Yeah, that was a And then how about Dwight Freeney was ninth, Syracuse. D-lineman from yep. Syracuse. And then Julius Peppers was 10th.
1: There you have it. There, there you have go. the entire list of 2001. The only thing that matters to me is that Rex Grossman wasn't number one. He got screwed. He sh- he totally got screwed. All right, we'll get a break. He we'll got, come back. Now, who got screwed more, him or Peyton? Hmm.
2: Rex. oh Peyton too, gosh. I don't know. It's a good call. It's right. it's
1: a it's it's a great question because I, I think Peyton did get any. Yeah. Even though like I was an idiot, and I voted for Charles Woodson too. Diverse. First. I did vote Peyton second.
2: There you go. You were you were the He positive. only lost
1: one point. <laughs> All
2: right, we'll get a break. We'll come back and get more of your phone calls next. You're listening to the tailgate.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. No on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
4: Good afternoon, I'm Christina Santiago. Gator men's basketball has successfully recruited 6'9 forward Thomas Hawk to their 2023 roster. Staying in Gator basketball, former Gator coach Long Krueger has been named to the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2022. Former Gator player Bradley Beal declines a $36.4 million player option and becomes a free agent. This makes him eligible to sign a five-year maximum deal to return to the Wizards or to pursue a contract with a new team. In Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays have just lost to the Milwaukee Brewers 5-3. They will be playing again tomorrow, starting a five-game series against the Toronto Blue Jays. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Christina Santiago.
0: ESPN
2: 981 FM, 850 AM W-R-U-F.
6: Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You
8: know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible, so check out the Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000
3: this year, so help us help the Gainesville community. Baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started.
6: Aw, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate ten?
3: The springtime
2: is packed with Gator Sports and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch. All the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in north central Florida.
6: We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident.
2: Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators.
6: Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com.
2: Keyshawn,
0: J. Will, and Max weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app and now more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN
1: Alright, welcome back. You know so what drives, drives me, me, here with you? What drives me crazy is huh. when I see these rain alerts. Rain is about to happen. Well Gainesville is not even a big city, but it's pretty big in terms of area. It could be raining at Payne's Prairie. Doesn't mean it's gonna rain here. And I ca- I go, Okay, great. It's gonna rain. I finally get some water on my grass. No. Nah.
2: It never runs. Well, may rain across the street. I'm not here. All right, back to the phones we go. Let's get Ryan next. Ryan, what's up?
9: Hey, I I must have called the wrong number. I was looking for the Gainesville Gamblers hotline. <laughs> I wanted to put a ben, I wanted to put a Benji on Dooley. Yep. I feel like I feel like Pat that uh, Jeff would pull a Roy McAvoy on that. What is it, eighteen or nine? The one with the the par five of the little creek right there close to the little. Nine. Kind of green. I feel like you try to drive that one a couple times and just keep putting it in. Come on, you can do it again. So Anyway. I think y'all, y'all probably have a pretty good match there either way. Yeah, he yeah, gets smoked. Pat, it Pattern, sounds like you've actually been acting retired here a little bit lately between the podcast and today. You've been talking about all this golf you've been playing, so I think like you're acting a little bit retired.
1: I'm trying to, yes, have a... Make my life a lot better. I, I've gotten way too, uh, working too hard. So I'm trying to, but again, uh, it's great to go out there at Ironwood. and I love playing out there. And I love the, uh, you know, the great thing is you go out there at 12 o'clock. It's 94 degrees. It's pretty easy to play. Pretty easy. Right. <laughs> there aren't a lot of people well, on not, the course at that point. Not anywhere. Well, not, not any course in, the, in Gainesville.
9: My game works out pretty good when it's in the nineties in the summertime because I'm usually pretty close to trees
1: and I find you know I'm in the shade, so yeah. it works out well. Well, Not I think the the, the thing is the ball goes further, and you got to go, man, I can't believe how far I'm hitting the ball. Well, there, there's a reason. It's ninety eight, <laughs> and uh, the the ground is obviously more susceptible to rolling, so. Then you go back, and you, you play it in January, and you go, I can't hit the ball as far as I used to.
9: All right. Yeah, it's like a launching pad, like on Hotlanta. Speaking of Hotlanta, I know y'all talking talked about Freddie some of the I, I mean, don't have to go back through all the crying and all the emotions and everything about it, but I think the funniest thing I've heard you yeah, that was a guy on Dan Patrick that they called in. He said, you would have thought Freddie woke up and found himself in Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You say, as bad as it is, you are, you are still on one of the best teams in the majors. So uh, yeah, even, uh, I I so. will
1: say this: there, I I love Freddie Freeman, obviously, but there is a little bit of whining there too. You know, you took the money and you went to La La Land, and it's not for everybody. But you knew, you know, like he it wasn't like he'd never been to Los Angeles in his life. Right. Uh, so, there's a little uh, – Jeff, do you agree with that? A little whininess there? But, I don't know if he's whining. Uh, I think he's whining a little bit, but I, I'll take it back anytime he wants to come back. Yeah.
9: Well, I mean, I appreciate the emotion, and you are right. It's like buyer's remorse. But at the end of the day, he – and now he and kind of stepped in the spot where it was pretty much – it was kind of down to the Dodgers or Brady, that whole situation, but – you know he he could have nixed it. He didn't until he signed the dotted line and said I agree to this. It wasn't like they were holding a gun to his head. You know he was forced yeah. into it. So, yeah. But you know the deadline passed and blah totally blah blah. So yeah. But if we were going to screw up and lose Freddie, I still think getting a Matt Olson at twenty eight. I think you know he plays good defense. I think we got good things to come with him. So. But um, I was going to talk on this with you, Jeff. But real quick, yesterday, kind of late in the show, you were you were. I think it was just a radiant commercial, but you kind of you know. Kept bickering on about it a little bit, the nickel thing and all that. And I'll tell you, what, my favorite thing about it is that little uh, roundup bill they got. I'm sure you do it in your account. Yeah. But um, by the digital penny bank. But uh, so it's, for me, it's always like the slow game. Of course, you know, the more you put in there, that means the more money you're spending, the more you're using your debit card. But so to today I joke with the wife I, I put $100.02 in my truck to fill up the tank, and I put $89.01 in the Jeep wow. to fill it up. Wow. So therefore. I put a dollar and ninety-seven cents into my retirement fund because right now I think my Roundup fund is more than my four hundred and one k after the last six months in this instance. So anyway, yeah, yeah good. It's, it's a fundamental thing. It's cool, you know. I was pretty happy today. I
1: found a place where it wasn't. I am not going to say where, but it wasn't that bad, and I got out for under seventy bucks, and I was pretty happy about that. I, yeah. I literally went, "Hey." That's a win, a win-win for me. Uh, Sixty-eight dollars, right, yeah. yeah.
9: Yeah, so it hit like four sixty-one or something. Like, woo, getting excited about
1: that. But no, yeah, it's. it's I, cool. I can tell you, there are places where it's four fifty-nine. Uh, right. Circle K up by our house is four fifty-nine. Nice.
9: had to drive ten miles out of the way just to do
1: that. <laughs> yeah, Another but that—that that, 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 my wife used to say that you need to go to this. This gas station and it's cheaper, and I go, but that costs gas to go there. So how is it better?
9: Yeah, no. it all shakes out. Well, hey, Jess, I know um, it's easy to get into hyperbole, and we always like the most recent thing is the best thing we've seen, yada yada. But um, and my memory fades pretty quickly on you know what I've seen in championship runs and blah blah blah. But um, I mean, for all the the ten and one, the the record they had in the postseason, and to me, the most. Astounding thing is 11 games, 25 runs, and I, they might not all be earned. I didn't go back and look at the box scores, but I just kind of briefly scanned over the scores. And I mean, you're you, two and a half runs per game, basically, is what they gave up. Um, and then about 10 or 12 of those was at the, down in Miami, and like one of them was a laugh for like 22 to 6 uh, when they beat Arizona. So, I mean, then when it didn't really mattered, you know, the super regional, they shut out the weekend. And then probably the most impressive was Like, I mean, you know, obviously you can go extras occasionally. We've seen that way back years ago. But when a dude takes a mound, you're hoping if you can get nine out of him at his maximum, and he gives you 16 and a two-thirds out of a possible 18 innings that he could go in a regulation game. Dude, I mean, I can't remember a a team's pitching performance and an individual pitching performance on that level. But what was at stake in a long, long time?
2: Yeah, I mean he was amazing, and uh, Fieito was really similar though. In seventeen, he won both right. of his games. He shut out TCU, and um, but the,
1: the funny thing is, is that Delisha didn't even pitch in in
2: the uh, finals, so mm-hmm. he would have pitched. I'm I'm sure the game the next three. day if need yeah. be. But no, it's uh, that's yeah. that's what it's all about. You got to pitch when you get to that point, and certainly the stud. postseason. Yeah, and the and the Gator pitching was really good. They just didn't have that guy at the oh, at the yeah. very end, and that's why. Guess you you almost like look back, and that's why I thought Tennessee would win it because they could pitch. And the you know, I think the pitching coach getting thrown out, I I don't think they knew how to control that game. And then Notre Dame ended up beating them because they left them in too long and weren't calling the right pitcher. That's why I have a Notre Dame t shirt, yeah. So, uh, it it matters and give credit to them for figuring it out,
9: yeah. And I know you you kind of talked about this as the season was winding down and we got our CD, but. I mean, I know we've already talked about the whole Oklahoma thing and had it to rain, you know, not delayed the game, blah blah blah. I felt certain we'd have won that one, but then also, you know, you never want your team to not be on a hot streak and be winning and, and put themselves in the position they did to host. But we go to Miami, we're we're still dancing. Maybe. Oh yeah, no it's question. Back in my mind. Yep. No question. Yep, I'm, I'm right there with you. you. I think if they had gone want to, to
1: the if they'd won and went to Virginia Tech, they would they would have. They would have won. Yeah, they would have won.
9: Absolutely. And, uh, when you just mentioned Tennessee, and i would forgotten about this, but I, I was going back to when they got, uh, Notre Dame put them out. And I obviously can't, can't stand their coach and, you know, think he's a kind of a turd, but he said something that I thought, at least, you know, as as a baseball person, he said, man, I'm getting all these texts, like going into that weekend about people saying, man, I'm getting my tickets for Omaha and blah, 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 blah. And he was like, bro, what are you talking about? Like he was telling, he's like, all the people that text him. Saying that, and he's like, "Dude, we're you know, okay, we're good, but there's still plenty of teams out there, and you got to go win too." And obviously, they didn't. So, I, kind of good that he said that. I thought, man, that was kind of showing that uh, you know, you just you can't never and the whole number one seed thing, you know, lived on again. Yeah,
2: it's it's really hard to get there for sure, Ryan. Thank you, buddy. Good to hear your voice, Ryan. I will,
1: uh, I will, I will call you uh, or text you tomorrow. Okay, I will get you what you won. Oh, he baby. won something for our podcast. Okay. And I it's been oh it's been almost a month. Jeez. But it's still gonna be valid.
2: Okay? There you go. All right, let's see what uh Stone Bone has for us today. What's up, Stone Bone? Hey guys, how's it going? Great. Good
0: deal, man. Good talking to you. I hadn't talked to you in a while. Pat, I've always uh, had the utmost respect for you over the years. It sounds like you're a little sauced up today, my man. Did you ride with a beer
1: cart girl or something? What? Did you ride with the beer cart girl today on it uh... Ironman? I wish I had, yeah. But I didn't. You sound pretty, pretty saucy there. Uh,
0: no, I'm uh, just tired. Uh,
1: I'm really tired. I've had a, a long day, uh, and I'm just worn out. But right, me playing right, golf, right. I, I tend to lose a lot of fluid. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't
0: know AMA 50 would allow you guys to broadcast. Uh, when you're, like, a little bit lit or anything like that.
1: I'm not lit.
5: But, uh... Yeah, well, I don't know. Jeff what, may what be that. Jeff, home. are you lit? Uh, yeah, yeah. Someone tells me the stone bone's not going to get up for the bone for Pat tonight when he gets home.
1: What? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what was that about?
2: I don't know. Let's uh, let's get Copper Gator to join us next. What's up, Jeez. Copper Gator?
1: What's up,
8: gentlemen? And I don't know how I follow that conversation, <laughs> but I'm gonna try.
2: I, I don't even know what that conversation
1: was.
8: Uh, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, first and foremost, I, you know, I, I've got a topic I want to talk about, but I want to just say congratulations to miss Dooley for putting up with pop for as long as she has
5: Durr. on their anniversary,
8: you know? So that's a, that's a big shout out to her. You know, there's not many people in the world that can do that. So we got to give her kudos.
5: There's
1: only one that has been able to do that. In fact, the f- <laughs> first wife was not able to do that.
8: <laughs> so anyway, that was, you know, I'd say that, but I, you know, my question here is, and I haven't got to listen in the last couple of days you guys, and you might have brought it up and talked about it, but I'm going to need some guidance and direction. You know, I'm not a – I wouldn't say I'm an overly intelligent human being or smart. You know, I normally let my wife make all the decisions in my life. But the – you're telling me that the University of Florida offered a player who's never played a single down for the University of Florida or the Gators $11 million on an NIL deal?
1: No, we are not going to tell you that because I don't think it's true in the first place. In the second place, it's just an Internet, you know, Twitter rumor. And uh, I don't think it it it's true at all. In fact, I would tell you that what, what I know about how Florida is doing this thing is they're trying to get to a point where they can get the same kind of money that Texas A&M got. For this last class, which was fifteen yeah. million total, total, okay, Florida's not trying to get 50, uh, fifteen million dollars for one player, eleven million dollars for one player. I, I think it's it's a lot of bull crap, uh, Jeff. Okay, I, mean, so I all we know is everybody looks at Twitter and they go, "Oh, that must be true." Like with uh, Jimbo Fisher, everybody said it was thirty million dollars. It wasn't thirty million dollars. It wasn't even close, but that's what everybody just so, looks at.
8: So we paid we paid fifty million dollars last year in nil deals for current
1: players or just incoming players. And pay any, I don't know.
2: They can't they can't pay so, anything for incoming players.
1: No, you can't do that. Yeah. Okay, unless so, you cheat, which what, a lot of teams do. So I so that's what I'm trying to
8: understand. When does a player? With an NIL deal, get a check signed for whatever he said when he goes. Hey, I'm a I'm a senior in high school, and I'm going to come to the University of Florida, and they've promised me an NIL deal of six million dollars. When did that, that check
1: get written?
2: That's something that they won't do. It's it's illegal okay. to do it, so you have to be on campus.
1: You have to be on campus, and then they will work out a deal for you. But they will again. They go through the Gator Col- Gators Collective, and they go, hey. Here's the guy we got. Uh, what what can you do for him? And but they've got to still work out that deal. It, it's very complicated. Uh, Marcus Castro Walker spoke to the Gainesville Quarterback Club uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it was he was very uh, specific about what they can and can't do, and I thought it was really interesting because they're look they're trying to do a lot of these things that everybody says is going on, but they're they're only they can only they're trying to do it within the rules. I will say. that. Yeah,
2: and that's and that's what obviously you know I think some people look in and say, well, that's why Florida's never going to be good because they're not cheating, and that's kind of the way it's been yeah. even in the past. But that's just the way that they go about it, and they do it the right way. So, Copper Gator, like like Carson Finvold, that guy would never be an NIL guy, right? Yeah. But he has the game right. that he had. And they were able to find him something afterwards because of that effort and what uh, it meant. And how, he now st- got how to much use do they that... want
1: out of my pocket? I'll, I'll yeah, give. You got to the, use that that name,
2: image, likeness is what NIL actually stands for. Where it doesn't right. stand for, hey, we're going to recruit this guy and pay him five million to do nothing. Like, and that's that's what it's turning into. And I think that's the scary part. But again, that's where different states have different rules. Yeah, and Jeff, so, we,
1: we've talked about so this w- too. Is is that can you? Um, how much are you going to give a guy um, who hasn't done anything? And that's what you you look at the situation oh. at at Texas, where they have uh, the guy from Ohio State, that, the quarterback, and now they got paint or uh, Peyton Manning's nephew. There's only so much money to go around there. Well, that, well, that's what I don't. That's what I'm
8: trying to get. And maybe you guys don't know the answers yet. Maybe none of us know the answers yet. And that, and that I was just you know that's what I'm trying to understand is that you know you get a kid on campus and you know he's a five star recruit and he's the player that's coming in and you know hey we we're talking to you you're at the Gator Collective and he goes well you know we you know we had a handshake deal or whatever the whatever it is right hey now I'm gonna get five, I'm gonna get five million dollars right this is this is what I this is what I've got my thing he goes out there doesn't play a single down. And Anthony Richardson's here, sitting here, and he's and he's a starting quarterback. Does he get? Is this free agency at its finest within the, within a system? Is, is that how? And what's the what's the cap on the salary number? Is there is there a number that the University of Florida Gator Collective can't overreach if it gets to two billion dollars? Like like the we get the guy from you know over there that Saudi Arabia gives us a bunch of money is. Is then we can just pay every person when they get on campus sixteen million dollars to play for us? Is, is that is that allowed?
2: That is allowed, and that's that's the hard part about it all. So, also,
1: I heard Patrick Reed's going to play left guard for the Gators
2: next year. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that I mean, like Trinity, that, I mean, that, Trinity, that literally like, is what it becomes.
8: Like 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 Trinity like Trinity Thomas comes back on her fifth year and behind oh, the All American Player of the Year, she's you, you're not she's going she to be fine. To be, Believe
1: me, financially. Yeah. <laughs> They're, I mean, yeah, I, but let me tell you what uh, I was told this last year: that gymnastics uh, was the number one grocer in terms of NIL stuff. Yeah, and but it's they're only going to get yeah, better. Yeah, because, but they're not
2: getting it from the collective; they're getting it because now it's remember, remember the copper Gator, like the UCF kicker. Yeah, because yeah, it, he had his Instagram and his TikTok yeah, and all these exactly. followers, and they can get paid through that that route. Whereas now that's legal Which is what and killed. Correct. This is
8: what killed Eddie Panero. Eddie Panero was doing that, Remember right. that. Correct. And they shut him down. They made him shut down his YouTube, where he loses eligibility because he wasn't considered an amateur athlete anymore.
2: Right. Well, so, so that's there that's are the, no amateur that's athletes. That's the two anymore. different things. Like you're that that's technically what NIL should stand for. Like you're there, you're good, and you're making money off of that. But that's not what's happening with. Yeah.
1: And you look at You look else. at the money that is coming in from all these TV contracts and everything, which we've talked about, uh, you know, ad nauseum, but all that money that's coming in, you're like, well, why am I, I, I'm the guy that they're putting up on the TV. They're not putting the coach up on the screen. They're putting, well, look, look when it, when Florida plays Utah, it'll be Anthony R- Richardson. And, uh, uh, I am trying to think of the name of the quarterback for Utah. Reisling. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds not right. Okay. So, that those are gonna be the two pictures they use and, and nobody's get that that that's all they're saying. We want to get paid for this money that you're generating off of, of uh T V rights. And that was uh, originally the way it was supposed to work. Unfortunately right. it has gotten out of hand. Way out of hand.
8: And, and the last two things and I'll let you go and I know you gotta get a break here, is that so if you're if you're the guy that just transferred from Louisville, the freshman He's already making NIL money. Is he allowed to negotiate with Florida State, who he just, or not Florida State, LSU, what his NIL deal was before he signed there because he's on campus at another place?
1: Once you get on campus, you're allowed to do whatever you want. But it's supposed so to be that you can't do signed? it before you sign. Yeah. Okay. Because you, you know that's and, happening. And then the, and then the
8: Vandy guy, the Vandy guy transferred in there too. The freshman Vandy pitcher transfers into LSU. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that there's not somebody talking to either one of those guys about NIL at LSU before he even stepped on those thing to sign a lock contract? Correct. The, and we won't go into speculation.
2: It, yeah, but, but then again, though, Louisiana is different than Florida, so I don't know what the rule is yeah. off the top of my head, but. Like Texas, you can do that. That's right. why A and right. able to do that, and maybe Louisiana, you are, you can do. So the state of Florida is behind the eight ball when it comes to all that stuff.
8: Gotcha. The last thing is, is how are these boosters recouping this money? Like, like the name engine, like this. If 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 let's just say it was Gardner Chiropractic wanted to sponsor somebody. How is he recouping any money by sponsoring a player? And I'll let you guys take that up the air and go, Gators.
2: All right, thanks, Copper Gator.
1: Well, the bottom line is they're not really recouping money. I, they're they're basically saying we're we want to support our program. Right. We're we're I mean, John Ruiz down at Miami, that's what he's doing. He's a billionaire. He's like,
2: hey, I'm going to throw money after these players. Maybe we'll, my, the U can be the U again. Yeah, but you could also. If you wanted to have a, a player do a commercial for yeah, but you. You're and gonna then attract, but you're not going to recoup it. You're going to attract people to come into your business. But if you, if so you then you're a, recouping if something. If you give
1: a kid a million dollars. Yeah, you're not getting that back. You're bad. not getting that back. Sure.
2: Yeah. All right, got to get a break. We'll do that. We'll come back and uh, keep the conversation rolling along. You're listening to The Tailgate.
0: From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
2: Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your A.C. unit is at the top of its game, a call to crystal air and water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in north central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into a full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no stress care.
0: center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
3: Good evening, Gainesville. This is Marshall Tepest. Tonight, the Tampa Bay Rays play game one at home of their new series with the Milwaukee Brewers. Game two will also be at home, but on Wednesday. Tune in for game one coverage starting at 630. Sharif Denson, brand new Gator football four-star commit, could be a key piece on defense. Denson is a six-foot, 175-pound cornerback who is verbally committed to the Gator football program. With his addition, Florida rose 20 places on 24-7 sports team rankings. Former Gator athlete Bradley Beal will most likely be signing a max contract extension with the Washington Wizards for $248 million. And Gator gymnast Trinity Thompson returns for one final season with the Gators as a super senior. That's your Gainesville Sports Center, and I'm Marshall Tempest. ESPN
0: 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF
6: Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their
5: experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
6: Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field. That. I feel a lot of confidence and and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How
3: about Dr. Ark? Well, I think the biggest thing is that that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because
6: The clock is ticking on IDC's amazing finance offer. You have until 6 p.m. Thursday to take advantage of the most popular offer ever. Five years, zero interest financing on practically everything in our showcases. Get in now and splurge. How about a stunning $12,000 designer ring for just $200 a month? It's the smartest, easiest, and best way to buy. No interest for five years. But hurry, this incredible offer ends Thursday and will not be extended. Only at International Diamond Center.
4: Okay, you put it off almost. so you need to do it now. Get to IDC now. Take advantage of an incredible finance offer. Five years, zero interest financing. You have till Thursday to make it happen. Get that $6,000 diamond tennis bracelet or designer earrings for just 100 bucks a month with nothing down. Listen, interest rates are going up, but you can still lock in a 0% rate now through Thursday at International Diamond Center. Get details at shopidc.com.
6: International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit.
0: The W.R.U.F. radio app, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, W.R.U.F., the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Gardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, W.R.U.F. And on your phone. With the WRUF
2: radio app. All right, welcome back. Just uh, 10 minutes to go, so let's not waste any time. And... Well, we had a celebrity in here a little bit earlier. Oh, yeah?
1: Yeah. Christina, who was on. Were you on the uh, U.S. Open uh, broadcast?
2: I did not make it.
1: Okay, I, I saw her on
2: there. Sweet. Yeah, she awesome. was on
1: our show about a month ago. Just
2: uh, started her career.
1: I think I'm responsible for it. That's the way I'm looking at it. All
2: right, let's get uh, PG to join us next. What's up, PG?
1: How you guys doing?
2: Good, man. PG. What's up, man? Are you back in town?
10: I'm bidding. Well, yeah, I mean, we're we're out of town every week for five days every week. but We're back. He's
1: on the traveling circuit like I am. So you're the Cardozo of the uh, uh, chiropractic industry. (laughs)
10: <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I guess travel ball baseball, but uh yeah, Jeff knows it's wild, man. It's, it's like, crazy all the time. Right. Paying rent, we're not even home. Mortgages, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I just you know everybody keeps talking about like capping this and you know doing that and, and nio and and needs to be capped and, and that's the main thing I hear. There has to be some kind of control on it. But but here's really the problem. Like, and I'm not this isn't coming from me. Like if you really think about this, this is what it is. There's no collective bargaining. The schools aren't paying the players. Okay. They Mm -hmm. like it like that. They don't want it. They don't. So you got sponsors paying the players. So let's use Drew Brees, Drew Brees in the NFL. Let's say he's playing Gillette signs him. Yeah. He can only get a certain amount from the saints, you know, because of cap reasons and whatever, and collective bargaining from the team. But the team can't tell Gillette what they can pay Drew Brees because that's anti-labor laws. So you get these guys like Ruiz and whoever else and these collectives that are trying to build this money. You can't tell any – you cannot – it's against constitutional law. It's even bigger than the state law. And I'm not a lawyer. So I don't know how you're ever going to control that. You can't cap that.
1: You can't tell –
10: but, but, but
1: that's the thing, PG, is this is where the NCAA should have taken control of this thing a long time ago and said, hey, we're going to come up with a system. Here's going to be your caps. Here's going to be this. And and I think the players would have gone along with it. There would not be all the objections. There would not be all the uh, craziness that you're, you're right. It's, it's out of control. But, yeah, but, but he's well, right,
2: though, because – like he's saying, you can't cap what somebody else is going to give you. It's, it's why now all of a sudden, you know, Tiger Woods has made like 125 million just in prize winnings, but he's made over a billion dollars with everything else. So that's where he's making his money. It's almost like the golf is irrelevant. So that's where he's getting the LIV tour. Yeah. Well, not necessarily, but that's where, that's where guys are getting their money is not on what maybe their salary is. It's all the endorsements and everything else. Yeah.
10: So, so the way the schools like the system, and in the current format, even with NIL, you know, they're making the TV money, like you just mentioned, Pat. They're not paying the kids, but they're going. They went to Congress, you know, at Sankey, and I think the big yeah. Big Ten commissioner. I, I would love to know what they asked Congress there.
1: Like, I think Congress to, basically said we get. We're trying to basically get rid of, you know, any chance Trump can run again. That's that's uh, what Congress said. They didn't. Uh, they didn't say. We're, we're really concerned about college football. Uh, yeah, they And not. that's the problem. They don't care, and I don't blame them for not caring. So,
10: I you know, I said this before one other time, but I just think the way to do it is you make that money kind of irrelevant in a way. It's hard to make, like, if the Rashada reports are
1: true, $9 million,
10: Who knows? No, they're they're not that. true.
1: They're they're well, totally Yeah,
10: false, it know. feels like it's false. Like the Tennessee kid, $8 million. I, I don't know about that, but I do think if you – and I think you're going to have collective bargaining within – I think they are going to form a union, and they are going to have collective bargaining, and the schools are going to have to pay the players. And what I'm going to say with that is it would minimize some of these NIL payments. Sure. If your kid's getting paid a good amount of money, you know, that that NIL is, yeah, it's still money on the side. It's my Gillette money. or You know, I, I don't think Ruiz is is as important because you, now you've created these pseudo-GMs.
1: Uh, yeah, the no, players. that's – the problem with what what has happened is uh, boosters are becoming more involved and that's the last thing the NCAA wanted to happen the NCAA it's its basic function <laughs> in football was to keep boosters from being able to pay players uh we we saw this in the 80s with Florida where they got they got out of control and guess what florida ended up on probation for a bunch of years and it set the program back and they, they were able to come out of it. Uh, and that's, and that's why Florida has been so stringent on, um, you know, just making sure that doesn't happen again. And now all of a sudden there's a rule where you, I mean, there's a, uh, culture where you go, basically whatever you, whatever you boosters can give us, give it, give us, we'll, we'll get it to the players. Do
10: you think, and I'm going to take it off the air here, because the one thing that's a common denominator, even recently with the, with the NCAA, is that they make players ineligible or they don't give them a waiver for immediate transfer, which that's kind of changed now with the transfer rules, but you get where I'm going. So they will make a player ineligible. Do you think, because looking at Florida being hesitant or whatever you read between the, the reports, that the NCAA could use that to make some of these players where there is a trail? Because they do have a rule. Of not being recruited by the NIL, where they make them ineligible.
1: Well, they employers? have they have a rule, but I don't know how much they're. Again, I've ta- I've said this before. The NCAA is basically gum in their food. They're not. They have no teeth left, and they're they're not even going after. I mean, I know that they uh, interviewed people about what's going on with Ruiz down at Miami, but who knows whether they're even going to. Do anything about it. I'm sure he, they're doing illegal things. I'm sure <laughs> that a lot of schools are doing illegal things. But yeah. I don't know that the NCAA has any power anymore. I mean, I just don't think. I mean, the the the, the big c- criticism about the NCAA in the old days was they had no subpoena power, so they couldn't really make you talk about violations you may have committed. Now they have no power at all. There's zero. And and so I don't know that it's gonna. I think it's almost like you need to almost take your gloves off and say, "Let's just let's just go ahead and cheat because everybody else is cheating." And Yo, is it cheating is, if there's
10: no if there's no?
1: It's deterrent? cheating if you're offering players nil deals before they get on campus. It's cheating. And, which then tells me that they could make the player ineligible
10: because they still do that academically. That that's the only thing because I'm looking at why Florida isn't just jumping in if there's no if there's if there's no police, then there are no laws, right? I mean, that, I don't know. I yeah, that's the way
2: yeah, out. unless unless they just obviously, I mean, the the people here in. All the compliance stuff are really, really good. Yeah, they're doing it the right way, and yeah. Uh, yeah. and other people aren't. But it's I me. Mean, it's been been the same people for a really long time that have done it the right way, and you know where some people think that that's putting them behind the eight ball. Obviously, Florida's doing it right. But all right, all PG, right. thanks, man. We got to hit the end of the show, and with that, we are done. David, oh, sorry done we couldn't get already? to you. Yep. We are done. God, Lee, that was quick. Just two like hour. the dishes, dishes are done, man. <laughs>
1: That's never something I've thought about. Dishes are done.
2: I like doing the dishes. If you
1: get cooked for it, you should do the dishes. It's just a
2: polite think, thing to do. Well, that's a, that's the rule in our house. Okay, good. If you cook it, the you other one. It. Jason, thank you. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the Tailgate. Jason.
1: Peace out. See ya.